Welcome to the SAHCC Voices Podcast. I'm Dr. Erica Gonzalez, Chairwoman of the Board. Now is the time for us to pull together. This podcast will bring a variety of topics to help us rebuild. We are here as a resource for Hispanic-owned businesses, small business, economic development, advocacy, international trade, education, and leadership. Take some time to listen and learn, but most importantly, to remember that we are in this together. Welcome to SAHCC Voices. This podcast is presented by Opcom Media Group, audio and video production for social media, corporate marketing, and training purposes. At Opcom, we work with a wide array of companies, from small sole proprietorships to some of the largest corporations. We specialize in producing audiovisual content to increase brand awareness and sales. To know more, visit opcommediagroup.com. That is O-P-C-O-M mediagroup.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the San Antonio Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Voices Podcast. My name is Marina Gonzalez. I'm the president and CEO of our beloved Hispanic Chamber, and I'm honored to host today's discussion. Today, I have the pleasure of welcoming our 2021 San Antonio Hispanic Chamber of Commerce Chairwoman and Stamp Allergy President and CEO, Dr. Erica Gonzalez. To tell you a little bit about her for those who may not have had the pleasure of meeting her, Dr. Gonzalez is the CEO President of both South Texas Allergy and Asthma Medical Professionals, STAMP, and STAMP Clinical Research. She previously served as Chief of Allergy, Immunology, and Rheumatology Division at the Children's Hospital of San Antonio and was an Associate Professor of Clinical Pediatrics at Baylor College of Medicine. She remains actively involved as a community leader, including serving on the board of directors for CentroMed, and also as an advisor to the Dean of Science, Engineering, and Technology at St. Mary's University, our alma mater. Dr. Gonzalez is a native of San Antonio. She graduated magna cum laude at the St. Mary's University, obtained her medical degree from UT Medical Branch at Galveston, and returned home after completing 10 years of active duty service as a medical officer in the U.S. Air Force. Dr. Gonzalez, thank you for your service, first and foremost, and for being with us here today. We're really excited to talk with you about what's happening here at the Hispanic Chamber and what we can look forward to in 2021. Thank you, Marina. I'm really happy to be here this morning and have this conversation with you so that we can share what we're looking forward to having in this upcoming year. Fantastic. So let's start with taking a look back. 2020 has certainly been a year of challenges, opportunities, change. So why don't you start by telling us what we've seen here at the Hispanic Chamber this past year? Well, 2020 was definitely an unpredictable year, and uh, the Chamber was not immune to many of those challenges that so many of us faced during this COVID pandemic. Uh, Early on, we started off with staff changes. Um, Once the pandemic hit in March, uh, we had to quickly adapt to the virtual world um, and make the tough decision of canceling our gala. In fact, it was three days before our scheduled gala that the mayor uh, declared the the health community emergency um, that would have canceled our gala anyway. So so a lot of things that we had to kind of keep in mind. Uh, we had to try to find ways to connect with our members and create different content that was going to be more relevant to them in this new era of COVID. And so that's exactly what we did. We uh, centered our webinars around uh, PPP and keeping employees safe during the workplace and also reopening safely to help maximize uh, consumer safety. 
Definitely. So what would you say from all of those challenges that you just shared with us and some of the changes that we saw at the chamber, what were some opportunities that came out of those challenges? So you, know, you often hear people say that with challenges comes new opportunity. Uh, so that was uh, something that we took to heart. And one of the first things we did was we took a step back and tried to remember why we were started. What was the, the core values and our pillars and what was our mission uh, because we needed to keep and align with our mission but now it was going to be in a new environment so so that was a lot of what we did and then of course we welcomed new leadership um, and with that new perspective and new energy um, and we were just you know really excited to to see where that's going to take us in this upcoming year that's wonderful. So yes, yeah, so Dr. Erica is mentioning that um, as the new leader here, I have the pleasure of serving with her alongside our wonderful board um, and our many members in the community. And that's one of the changes that I know we saw last year. So I'm honored to be here with you guys. And speaking of new leadership, I do want to ask you something because I'm sure that many people are interested to know what this transition was like for you, um, you know, moving from a role at CASA into a leadership role here at the chamber during a pandemic. I'm sure that many people thought that that was a very brave move moving into a new nonprofit and during the age of a pandemic and you came on board in 2020. So what did you learn from our membership during this time? Well, thank you for the question. So what I really tried to do was to embrace the transition. Um, I did have some people, some close family and friends asking, you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic and economic issues. uh, And why in the world would you, you know, leave one very solid institution to try to take on these new challenges and opportunities here at our Hispanic chamber? But for me, it's very simple. As a nonprofit leader, Um, you know, a servant leader at heart and an advocate for San Antonio, that's what I was doing at CASA was advocating and advocating for children in the foster care system and being on the front lines of that. And so I I just saw this opportunity as one to expand that advocacy to to the entire community. We do, um, I'm honored to be part of a Hispanic chamber that's the oldest and largest in the country with over 92 years of service. Um, that I, you know, that legacy I thought was too important to uh, to not be a part of and make sure to ensure help ensure its future success. Um, and having such a diverse membership demographic, you know, was really something that I was interested in embracing as well. Um, and and one of the things that um, to your second question, what have I learned from our members during um, my brief tenure here these last few months, is that networking is not on hold. We get a lot of people, a lot of our members um, reaching out to us to ensure that the connectivity and what we're known for remains one of our priorities. So we're continuing to have a series of successful virtual networking events and programs um, and, you know, not to contribute to the Zoom fatigue, which is what initially something I learned. I thought I'd come into this role and think, well, we've got to be super creative right now. Everyone's doing Zoom. Everyone's online. Um, But what we see is actually a, a big demand for that platform and for that space, which I think speaks to the core of our mission. And that's that's what we're known for, connecting San Antonio, connecting friends, making new friends and growing our businesses and our opportunities together. Um, so that's the main thing that I learned this last fall is that you know people still want that sense of community um, and making sure that we can do those warm handoffs and introductions as we continue to, uh, to weather the storm. 
You know, and I think that in speaking of that community, uh, it's even more important now because we realize how much we do rely on each other and how much the pandemic showed us that, um, you know, it, it was a little bit more difficult during these times. So it, it was interesting to see people find creative ways to continue to be able to be there for each other and support each other and, and especially in, in our small business community. Absolutely. Yeah, we've got a lot of great stories and and we always try to highlight some of our members that are doing great work as there's so many of them out there um, over our 900 plus members that we're privileged to represent. Um, but you hit the nail on the head. Community is is definitely at the forefront. That's how we're going to get through this and continue to be successful and thrive together, um, which is a perfect segue to our next question about your theme this year as our 2021 chairwoman. Um, we've seen that the Hispanic Chambers adopted the power of our community. So, uh, Dr. Gonzalez, how did you choose this theme and what does it mean for the Chamber and for San Antonio at large? So, you know, the theme for this year was almost a continuation of what we started last year. So when I started my chairmanship in 2020, uh, power of our voice was was very meaningful to me. Um, it was meaningful because it was my way of trying to empower all our members to use the platforms that they had to make their voices heard. Um, it was an election year. It was a census year. There were so many issues that were going to be affecting small businesses that we needed to make sure that those voices were at the table. Um, and so we, we really worked hard to try to make sure that all our members knew that through their votes and through their their participation, that their voices had power and would actually be heard. Um, as you know, the pandemic started, uh, the power of our voice continued to be an ongoing theme uh, and making sure that we were speaking up for those small businesses that didn't have uh, people to speak for them, um, especially our small mom and pop places that uh, maybe you know didn't know where to go or, or how to to pivot in these trying times. Um, and now as we're slowly, hopefully coming towards the other side of this pandemic, the power of the community is what's going to get us there. Um, and so this means, you know, recovering together, rebuilding together. Community is key to all of this. And the only way that we're going to build back the strength is if we do it together as a community. And I think oftentimes people underestimate the power of small business, and they're basically the true representation of community. And not a lot of people know this, but after our um, first uh, Great Depression, it was small businesses that brought us out of that recession. They employed over 80% of people in the United States, and it was because of the small businesses that we were able to get out of that economic crisis quicker. So for people not to realize the power that small businesses have uh, is going to be detrimental because it will, again, be uh, the key reason that we get out of this economic crisis quicker. Um, so we need to continue to, to, to help these small businesses so they continue to thrive because they are a big part of the solution. Absolutely. And so I will shamelessly plug to everyone listening our SAHCC podcast today. Um, go out and support local support our members, support our small business community, and so we can get through this quicker. So as we're thinking about how our community is going to help and uh, get us through this next year and, and help us get through this pandemic, for those listening, our chamber just completed its 2021 strategic planning process with our staff and board, and we're excited to share some of those goals this year. 
So I'm going to ask you, what is the outlook for 2021 at the San Antonio Chamber? And, and what are some of the key strategies that we've already been implemented and what's on the horizon? Absolutely. And so what we've already implemented is we, we've seen some administrative enhancements and changes here in these past few months. We moved our office. I'm happy to say that we are now located in the Public Works Building of Bear County at 1948 Probant Street. It's a beautiful building, one that we have the privilege of occupying right now and supporting economic development and growth for, for our community. Um, we've done some new hiring. So uh, our the a lady producing today is the Director of Marketing Communications, Ms. Janet Andrews. She's a great addition to the team. We did add a Director of Policy and Business Advocacy. Y'all get to know him. His name is Martin Gutierrez, doing a fantastic job, coming from one of our other chamber friends with many years of experience. Um, we also hired a Chief of Staff, Ellen Battles, that really keeps everything organized and also serves as a wonderful board liaison. And then I'm very excited to announce for those that have not yet met Dr. Sandy Wolf. She joined our team in January, just a month ago, to head strategic relations and membership. Um, so that's some of the staffing changes that have already been implemented. I do want to say what you can also expect and what you may have seen already is we launched a brand new website. It's much more intuitive and user-friendly and has way more organized information for our members to navigate or for those listening that may not be a, a part of our organization yet, that you have an opportunity to communicate directly with us and get involved. Um, and we are excited this year. Now we are in the, um, in the middle of a legislative session here in our state. And uh, with the 87th Ledge underway, we did adopt some pretty aggressive and exciting state legislative priorities to continue that advocacy for our members at the Capitol. Now, some of the things that I want to point out that you can look forward to this year in 2021, we're hiring a director of programs that's going to oversee all our leadership programs, our beloved leadership programs of Alex Preseño, uh, Latina Leadership Institute, as well as our partnership with LSA, with the SA Chamber, um, as well as oversee our educational programs, such as our um, RISE program, our book for uh, kids and setting an entrepreneurial mindset and our core for STEM program that um, that is very much uh, one that is uh, participated widely with uh, different um, independent school districts throughout San Antonio. I'm excited to bring on the director of programs um, and make sure that we as a nonprofit are doing what we can to give the best programming experience possible for our community. All of those programs are also for our members, but they're really to help grow and develop our next generation of leadership in San Antonio as well, and part of our legacy at the Hispanic Chamber. And some are surprised to hear that we're hiring an event coordinator. I know that you know the event industry overall was one that's still heavy hit with this pandemic. And as uh, Dr. Gonzalez mentioned, we had to um, cancel our gala last year, but really we're, we're doing a ton of events at the chamber. They just look differently right now. Um, they look more, uh, they're more virtually based, of course, but we do have plans this year to, as we are safely able to get back out there in person, to start opening up those opportunities for our members. As we mentioned, our networking um, has not stopped. Um, we've got enhanced membership engagement. You're going to expect to see a lot more communication for us from us, excuse me, and a lot more resource sharing. And we want to make sure that we're, we're at the center of all that information for you, making it very easy at your fingertips um, and easy to engage with as we, as we come through this pandemic. 
Um, one of the things we're currently working on is our um, passing our federal legislative priorities, getting our board support for that, and making sure that we're ready for an SA to DC trip, hopefully in person here this fall. So I do want to shift and um, ask Dr. Gonzalez a question, as she's been uh, part of our board for several years now and leading as our chairwoman this year. And so she definitely know, you, excuse me, let me start over. I want to shift and ask Dr. Erica a question. As you well know, over 75% of our Hispanic Chamber members are local small business owners and nonprofits. We're certainly known as the People's Chamber and one that advocates fiercely for small businesses here in our community. How is the Chamber able to help support these businesses and organizations during this year of recovery? Um, so sure. Uh, one of the things before um, I dive into that question, you know, I, I do want to say that for us, um, we do consider ourselves a small business chamber. We are very proud of our small businesses. We realize the power and uh, and influence that they have. They are the economic engine of San Antonio and so many other cities. Um, and so for us, it's an honor to be able to find ways to be able to to support them, especially during these difficult times. I think that you touched a lot already on some of the stuff that we've done. And, and you know, and it starts by building a good team. And, and you've obviously gotten a, a team of great staff members. We've all been very excited to see so many of them come on board uh, to focus on the different programs and events that our members were needing and were wanting. And so that's how we started off. Uh, when the pandemic first hit, one of the things that we wanted to do was to directly reach out to our members and ask them, what is it that you need? What are you guys struggling through? Um, and so pretty early on after the pandemic started in April, we sent a small business survey out to our members uh, to find out what it was that they were struggling with. To no surprise, it, a lot of it was capital. Uh, how were they going to keep the doors open? How are they going to be able to pivot uh, in order to continue to keep their doors open? And and also many people, you know, concerned about the, uh, their own employees and how to keep them employed. Um, we've uh, since then also put out another recent small business surveys to our members. Uh, their biggest concerns at this time um, continue to be how do we access our customers? Um, how do we make sure that our customers remain safe and feel safe? So uh, consumer confidence continues to be a, a big priority for, for our small businesses, um, especially as they try to reopen within uh, the COVID guidelines. Um, some of the stuff that uh, we know continues to be uh, at the top of the list, again, is access to capital. Um, so uh, how do we help them request additional economic relief? Uh, what options are out there for small businesses, both through our local government and our federal government? So we need to recognize that there continues to be a gap in relief for those that didn't qualify or that the money at this point has run out. Uh, when you look nationally at the people who were able to get PPP loans, there's still 30% of businesses um, that were uh, predicted to have to have closed their doors by the end of 2020. Um, and so we knew that a, a second round of federal funding was going to be important. Um, and so we have to be able to advocate and ask for this and and talk to our local leaders and our state leaders and our national leaders to to 
to make sure that they're aware of this. Um, our job is to ensure that we have a seat at the table, to ensure that all our small businesses remain a priority, that we continue to remind uh, everyone the value of the small businesses. And, and once again, you know, to remind people that it is going to be the small businesses that are going to get us out of this recession. Absolutely. And so that's that theme of advocacy that I think we're continuing this year and why the power of our community is, is such an on-point theme um, for your year as chairwoman. So I would do want to ask you, you know, a fun question. What events are you looking forward to this year? Yeah, so we've got some stuff coming up pretty soon. Uh, we have State of STEM Education and State of the District with SAISD virtual webinars. Uh, so those are events that we've had in the past, but there's going to be a new spin to them. It's going to be a little bit different in the way that, that they're done this year. Uh, we'll have our Core for STEM virtual event happening in March, uh, pivoting from normal fall schedule when it was normally done. Uh, we'll have Viva SA and SA to DC government related events. Um, and we are planning on having a 91st annual gala, pushing this more towards the fall, uh, hoping that by that time there'll be a little bit more uh, liberty to gather um, in, in safe ways um, and uh, targeting uh, September around the SECs of Septiembre. Um, to try to see what, what we can do to to kind of uh, have a gala that that celebrates uh, around that theme. Absolutely, that's the one I'm most looking forward to. And I just want to say to all of our listeners, ladies, dust off those black tie dresses in the back of your closet. I'm sure they've been sitting there for quite a while, and I keep hearing from people how excited that they are that we are um, you know planning right now to safely host a gala this year. So before we wrap up for today, I do want to ask, since Dr. Erica, you're at the forefront of this fight with rolling out the vaccine and seeing patients um, and making sure that your, you know, your team is testing and doing what they can with your tireless work, tireless work to help our community. So let's ask one final question. Any final piece of advice for San Antonio community as we look forward to rebuilding um, now that we do, we are seeing some vaccines being rolled out. Sure. So I think that, you know, for us finally getting to the point where we were able to have vaccine that was uh, available to the community was the first sign of, of hope. Uh, for so many of us. Uh, we knew that this was going to be the first step in getting us to where we need to be. I think that many people realize that the health crisis that we're in um, is what is directly um, leading to the economic crisis that we're in. Um, and so until we start to vaccinate more widely, um, until we start to, to be able to get the vaccine uh, more equitably distributed, um, we're going to continue to see our small businesses struggle. Uh, but there's hope. Um, if you were to ask me three, four months ago and, and compared to where we're at today, it's amazing to see how many things uh, have become readily available from uh, now we have FDA-approved treatments for inpatient hospitals, uh, in addition to just plasma, the monoclonal antibodies, so many more things that, that are helping our, our patients uh, being able to come out the other side of these infections. So, so things are hopeful. Um, and they'll continue to to move in that direction and be um, 
you know, positive. Um, and the more people we get vaccinated, the more that we're, we're going to see, hopefully, going back to what our new normal will be, but, but something that's more familiar to us. And so our, our small businesses should be encouraged by that. Um, because uh, as you said earlier, people are ready to get out there. Um, they're ready to to start, uh, you know, being able to gather with their friends and families again, um, you know, uh, spend some quality time with each other, uh, and more importantly, doing it in a way that's safe for them and for the community. And, and I think we're just around the corner from that. Well, that's really great to hear. And, and we're going to get through it together, right? And the 2021 theme, Power of Our Community, um, I do want to leave with a call to action for those listening Come join us at the Hispanic Chamber. Um, come get involved. If you are a current member, we've got a lot of exciting new things happening. Um, so make sure you're on our website and that you're you're signed up for all of our information. And, and don't forget to, so, to support our local businesses out there and our members. Um, so Dr. Gonzalez, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us today. We're really looking forward to a full year of growth and success here at the Hispanic Chamber for our members and our community here in San Antonio. Thank you all for tuning in to the SAHCC Voices podcast. Until next time, we look forward to uh, hearing from you until then. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to SAHCC Voices. For more information and resources from this episode, visit sahcc.org. If you're interested in becoming a member or would like to sponsor our podcast, please let us know. This podcast was presented by Opcom Media Group.